This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Portraits of Purpose podcast series brought to you by DBS Bank. In this series, we speak to social entrepreneurs making a difference. Nothing shines brighter in the midst of adversity than light born of hope, courage, perseverance and generosity. You can find stories of purpose-driven people who demonstrate such qualities at the website go.dbs.com slash portraits. Now, in this third episode, we meet Bjorn Lowe, co-founder of Edible Garden City, an urban farming social enterprise that is championing the Grow Your Own Food movement in cities around the world, starting with Singapore. So, Bjorn, you had no interest in gardening your entire life. I mean, not till you were posted to London in 2009 for an advertising job. Uh, tell us, what happened there? You had um, chefs like Jamie Oliver that did a lot of um, programs exposing the perils of the, the food system uh, and cheap food. Um, and there were a lot of articles on um, going back into the country and being self-sustainable, um, building farms and, and growing your own food. And that really kind of uh, caught on. Okay, so you and your wife then took a sabbatical to work on farms across Europe? It was a whole series of milking the cow every morning, being dirty all day, you know, filled with cow manure. We grew our own food, we uh, made our own beers and wines, and it was a life that was um, quite simple, hard at times, but simple. But once I did the, the whole stint, I was like, uh, no way I was going to go back into the office uh, or corporate setting. Uh, I wanted to pursue this full time because I saw a different way of living, a uh, different way uh, of doing things. Beyond, you then decided to bring the sustainable food movement idea to Singapore. And in 2012, that is how Edible Garden City started? Actually, it's quite hard to start a farm in Singapore. Um, you need to have an established company. Uh, you need to go and tender for land. It's so difficult. I spent all our savings on uh, that, that few years that we were doing the explorations. Of course, then there were feedback saying that um, you know, you have gone to school, you have done your masters, why are you then um, going back into uh, an industry that is, um, may, may, not, may not fit your qualification? But I think, I think all of that uh, for us were, were noise. So I understand your first big break came a year later in 2013 to create an edible garden for the restaurant Artichoke. Oh, I never intended to build gardens. I, I wanted to grow food for people, to, to be a farmer. Um, but that was what the opportunity was. Over the last eight years, uh, we have built about 200 plus edible gardens all around Singapore, from people's homes uh, to hotels to shopping malls. Four to five years ago, we started our own urban farm in the middle of Queenstown in Jalan Penjara, where we were testing a urban farming model that created social, community and environmental impact. Well, Edible Garden City now has a team of 30 staff. Uh, let's bring in Samuel Ang next, uh, who joined the company to become its CEO. Samuel, tell us, why did you join this company? I was on social media and I came across EGC. I was kind of wowed by, by what they were doing. 
And uh, I told myself that, uh, yeah, I, I really want to be part of this EGC mission uh, to reach out to our fellow Singaporeans, to lead them, to encourage them to how to grow their own food. We also have Sydney Chua and you are the head of farm production. So tell us, Sydney, why did you take this role on? Somewhere around two and a half years ago, um, I came across Beyond himself. He showed me the place and you know, I, I saw it and I was like, I want to do this because when I was young, I did a lot of growing in my own corridor. Next, we have the head of marketing, Sarah Rodriguez. Uh, Sarah, tell us, what do you find is special about working for this social enterprise? The spirit of this place and the people is, is something that's really amazing. Everyone is so helpful, so warm, so welcoming. They have this common passion and purpose to help each other, to work with nature. It's just a, a great place to be. So back to you, Bjorn. Uh, tell me, is there a link between horticultural therapy and urban farming? We've done a series of studies on how horticulture therapy can actually help people with uh, mental uh, illness and mental ch uh, challenges um, to actually improve their mental well-being. So for us, that was very important because then that will redefine that uh, urban farms is not only a place to produce food for the community, but one to produce mental wellness service for the community as well. So how do we recalibrate urban farms into urban care farms is where we are working towards. Everyone has their own little journey with plants and with nature. Today, everything may look very lush and green and beautiful, uh, but tomorrow everything might just collapse and die. But it also teaches you certain life lessons that you know, sometimes there are failures and sometimes things are very impermanent, keeps changing. It's a therapeutic journey. Thanks, Bjorn. You've given us a portrait of purpose in redefining urban agriculture. The Portraits of Purpose podcast series is brought to you by DBS Bank. In this series, we speak to social entrepreneurs making a difference. Nothing shines brighter in the midst of adversity than light born of hope, courage, perseverance and generosity. Do watch out for our next episode in a week's time on Sunday to find out who will be featured next and their story of purpose in this podcast series. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.